Okay. Did you see that what's his face finally addressed the the incident? <laughs> he just looks like a very he looks broken down. He looks, he looks so tired. Fool. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just saw like the recaps on the news and stuff and I was like, apparently this is news, I guess. Honestly, I watched this and I feel a little bit bad for Will because I can tell that his trauma is showing. <laughs> I don't um, feel bad for him for that though. I feel bad in the sense that it's very in like watching everything that has transpired afterwards, it's very clear that you that he is a a giver mm. who has who is married to or who is in a long term partnership with hmm. a disagreeable taker. Right. And you're still happy to give. I don't get that. I'm a very dis I'm a disagreeable giver. My God. While I like to give, I'm asked this comma, this question mark to my giving. You need it. If That's true. Likes, you need it to be sane. You need it so that people aren't just draining you. Like You know what this. that is? You know what that is? Boundaries. Boundaries. Sorry. I had to Boundaries. do it. I had to do it. <laughs> God, please. It's out of my hands. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's your son. Help. <laughs> Because it, it sounds like he low-key needs it. Not in a shady, like... No, not okay. it's not in a shady way. That but, like, like, in a genuine, like, this man looks tired. I don't feel... I feel like this is not disagreeable to say, but Jada is a very questionable character to me. I have so many questions about her. She's such a questionable character. And, you know, as much as I want to be all, like, rah-rah for a black woman, I just... I don't... It's never really... After, yeah, ever since I found out about the August Alsina incident. You mean the entanglement? The the entanglement. (laughs) And finding out that the entanglement happened while he went to your family. Mm -hmm. Looking for a safe space, a refuge. Looking for help. While trying to battle addiction. Yep. And that's the time that you want to start to do... Entanglement. (laughs) It's giving predator. Like, oh, I, I oh, very aggressively so. But I think that's the thing is like you, like you said, she's a taker. So I don't think that she is consciously a predator. I don't think that's it at all. But it's very, it's definitely giving predator. Like there's some very strong predator tendencies because she's like if the, the very genders the kind were of pre- flipped, it would. If the genders were flipped, we would we would never hear the end of the story. It would have been a whole Me Too incident. Oh, fully. Absolutely. And funny. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say like, oh, and it would have been a Me Too incident. It wasn't that big deal. Like, it would have rightfully been a big Me Too incident. Yeah, because it was a big deal. A, a grown lady approaching a guy like, Jade is 50. August is like barely our senior. I was going to say, he's like basically her son's age. Yes. She's, like he's her basically eldest, her eldest, their eldest son's age, right? Will's eldest son. Will's yes. eldest son, yeah. In my mind, like, I'm not surprised that you do like I'm not surprised that will happen to be another man on the hit list. Yeah, and it's sad. When even when we were thinking of oh like what a pop like should we be a pop culture podcast like the reason why I gen this could this podcast could never produce that kind of content is because I genuinely don't care. Yeah, like, I don't care who's Jada's past lovers yeah. are. But something this big comes out like if it's on my newsfeed. If there's a pop culture thing in my newsfeed, then it's big. I care like enough it's... when it's on in already in my current like sphere of focus. Like my attention span for pop culture is like probably like a tweezers, like tiny. So if it's already up, I'll be like, oh, interesting, and like want to learn more about it. But beyond that, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care enough to have an opinion on it. I don't care enough to broadcast an opinion on it either. It's just it's sad to see now because rightfully so like he's like oh yeah chris hasn't spoken to me and he shouldn't as he should not you slapped him on national television excuse me even if he was wrong i wouldn't want to speak after that but you just slapped him like a child (laughs) like (laughs) Like like there's no there's no respect there's just it's there's a lack of respect when you slap somebody there really is it's just yeah it's painful and like again we talked about this before it's not about who was right, who was wrong. The whole thing was just messy. And I honestly think his apology just made it even messier. Like, it's we had messy. all moved on. We all moved on. This was months ago. Can we move on? Like, honestly, literally four I... months ago. Or at the time of this release, it'll probably be like six, seven months ago. <laughs> honestly, one of the big things 
I've learned from this year of podcasting, of content creation, is that hmm. I need to stop abusing America like that. Wow, big steps. Because here's the thing. Big steps. As, Can't be me though. <laughs> as much no, we still I'm, kidding, I'm, I'm still kidding. abusing America for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I can't abuse America's impact on culture, just general culture. And the yeah. fact that they are they legit export most of the culture in this world. Now, yeah. yes, we're living in America and so some of the Europeans might look as oh it's because you're living there no my dear what beyonce's album that just dropped mm-hmm. have you not listened mm-hmm. well i i think it's less that they export culture as more as much as it's that they amplify it they amplify de- and ex- big and a- amplifiers it. yeah they very much do export it but they're massive amplifiers of culture and that's what shapes like global culture right global pop culture global news like all of it because it's even stuff that no happens shade. here no shade to the British actors. But no shade them. demo. <laughs> We're here to fight. But even Yoda over there, like, I'm sure that y'all are big, but you probably weren't internationally renowned till you started doing American movies. The right. only culture that I would say is ex- exempt from that are Southeast Asian countries. So Right, I was going to say Korea is a completely different Korea story. Is, because no, when you you're a be... massive star in Korea, you're a massive star you're globally. Star and... <laughs> Like, Korea, I would say, like, to be honest, they are the U.S.'s biggest rivals in exporting culture. Mm -hmm. They are, they're getting very close to honestly beating, beating the U.S. out, at least on the music scene. I don't know necessarily. Completely agreed. Just because of how well they're able to churn out a group, it's kind mm-hmm. of scary. And I wonder how long that'll last, and all of that. And... Yeah, I lo- I w- honestly wonder how long that will last. Well, it's backed by the government. That's why it's so right. big. Like the government is literally funding. Let's figure out how to get some of the biggest groups in the world. Mm-hmm. Let's and... like, let's figure out how to create those here. Exactly. That's insane. Korea, some Korea, China, and Japan, the big three Southeast Asian countries, are the, I would say, like one of the few uh, cultures that Americans can tolerate being uh, subbed versus like dubbed. I don't think it's that they, they can tolerate it. I think it's that the. The plot is like the movie is good. So you're like. Bruv, Abek, yeah. we'll find... They have no choice. They have but no also, choice but to but, just but be like, also Abek, just the, the subtitles. Yeah, but also just like, in terms of like the cultural context, you get more context of about what's happening with the subtitles than you do with the dubbing. And I think people often yes. get distracted by the dubbing because there's either an accent or it's done by somebody who doesn't really get the nuance of what English or whatever language you're dubbing it into sounds like, right? So, like, you'll see, like, Korean movies being dubbed into English and it'll be like, hey, girl, how are you doing today? Like, you know, the intonation yeah, doesn't match how, not, like, normal, like, I don't, like standard I don't like English dubbing. speakers it sound. Just, it's, not, it's not how the person sounds, so it's even weird. It's yeah. even weirder to me. So I prefer the subtitles, Same. especially because you're also getting the inflection that you would miss out in English. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd let me not attempt to say anything in another foreign language before the country comes and kills me. No, but it's true because, I mean, like, it's, you could, there's certain phrases that you hear in other languages, you have no clue what they actually said, but you but know you what get, they meant. Yes. You know what they meant. Like, <laughs> I need to stop abusing America because as much as we're here abusing American culture, even like as a child, DSTV. What was he showing? Was it not Hannah Montana? Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, like, Cartoon Network, like all these big all American, American media companies. Um, TLC. I mean, uh, Ni- Nigeria is the first place I ever watched Ninety Day Fiance, but that shit's from the here. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. People like the Food Network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only exception i will say though at least for us in nigeria was like british television was still very much rampant because you know colonizer that but also the british 
they have a couple of really good shows. Their comedy, like their comedy reality TV shows, are, impe- are incredible. They, oh they my know, god, the commentary! British people know how to do reality Com- TV show. They do. Have you ever watched Come Dine with Me? I have not, but I've. Heard, oh my god! <laughs> I've heard a lot of people telling me to try it out. That is my childhood. That show is so good. It's so funny. It take like it's it takes all the best aspects of like trash reality TV, but it steps them up. So you get like a a very um, a, a, you have a commentator with attitude, and then you have like drama within the group and everyone's trying their hardest and it's a competition but it's also really wholesome like sometimes like you sometimes have moments where people are actually helping each other cook so it's essentially like a it's a dinner party there's like four or five people in each episode and each one of them hosts a dinner party each night and the other people who attend give them a rating and whoever gets the highest rating wins i think it's 10 quid like i think it's ten thousand pounds or something like that or a thousand pounds um, at the end of the episode, it's, it's it's very simple layout, like very very like, but you just see the weirdest shit, and it's in a very simple format. But honestly, it's the commentator that makes makes it um, as good as it is. That's the whole reason why people love Love Island anyway. Like Americans love Love Island because oh of the commentator. God, that commentator, hot new bombshell. <laughs> this week, a hot new bombshell enters the villa. <laughs> All right, let me let me begin this. Welcome, welcome to the end of season one with Abeg. Don't worry, I won't won't press the button this time. I know you don't like the button. I would just, (laughs) can it not be a proper button? Can it not be a sound system that we have implemented, not through the mic? Maybe one day, but this is season one. Season one, we're allowed to be ratchet, okay? Season one is our early 20s. What an epic adventure. Paraventure, we didn't decide to do this Why podcast. Why paraventure? You're, <laughs> such a, you're such a local person. Who opens their mouth and says paraventure anymore? Who are you? Is that not a word in the dictionary? Just because it's a word doesn't mean you should use it. Yes. that's. You don't fact, see me walking around calling people curmudgeons. You should. No. Some people are. No. We don't use that word. No paraventure. We didn't decide to have this podcast. I hate you. Where would you be? What would you be doing? Sleeping. Exactly. Laziness. And who needs to sleep? This and they say that idle hands are the hmm. devil's playground. The devil's so playground. I really say that we're serving the community. We are. Now we're giving work to the the jobless. That's it. Giving you a way to use your time usefully. One might call us a provider of jobs. <laughs> Shouldn't we get a subsidy for that? <laughs> Are there tax breaks? If only. But yes. Well, we're towards the end. Actually, not towards. This is the end. This is the end. After this, we're taking a break. I'm tired. Didn't think that. I'm very tired. 26 episodes could be produced. And yet, somehow, somehow, somehow. That's how you know God is good. All the time. And all the time. He's good. Uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like such an auntie. I feel aged by doing this podcast. Yeah, I same. Feel, I feel like I entered to this a sister and I left an auntie. But in a good way, right? Like being an auntie is a good thing sometimes. It's a good thing. This is a good context for being an auntie. Yes. And, uh, you know, even in, in my church, I'm seeing a lot of babies run around and I'm reminded. Define babies. How old are they? children like two oh, okay i wasn't sure if you're referring to like young 20 people no, young 20 year olds as babies like actually just clarify now and oh yeah people got kids i'm and i'm i'm parties with their mother oh god like <laughs> your friends got kids so i was like ah i don't know you like i'm not friends with you but i'm friends with your mother my so, god she said i don't know you <laughs> Like, obviously, I know who you are. But I'm friends with your mother. You, I'll be that auntie that'll be like, look, remember when you were this age? You won't remember me. Hmm. I'll That's just so be some name that your mom just keeps mentioning. Like, yes, you know how you'd be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm you don't yeah. know who I am. That's so weird to be on the receiving end of that now. Like, I remember when I was a child, all these people, my mom would introduce She'd be like, oh, and this is Lamy Day's mom. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's from blah, 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 place. Mm-hmm. My mom asked me two hours later, so what do you think about Lamy Day's mom? Who? 
you know the woman you just met yeah but who's lamy day <laughs> like that's the real question who is lamy day chocolates mm-hmm. of his mother who's lamy day god <laughs> that's the that's the title and of now this. we're that person <laughs> I'm telling this who's Lamy Day. Who's Lamy Day? <laughs> <laughs> and now we're that person That's that introduces are. that gets introduced to our friends' kids and they're like, Oh, okay. this is Auntie Demilade. Mm. Also, oh, nice. just as a disclaimer, n- not no one, no one I know who has kids is allowed to tell their kids that Auntie Demilade. No. That's not happening. No, I like I at first I was like just let them call me Esther, but one a lot of my friends who have kids at my church, they're like they're from the south originally, so they're like mm. I can't I like in my bones I can't let my child call That's you true. by your first name. They right. need to at least there needs to be a miss in front mm. of it. Miss I said, Esther, Jason, I said Jesu God, <laughs> do I want somebody to call me a miss? Yes, Miss Esther. No, when I'm trying wow. to be a missus. Oh my God! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> what I stop am it! Stop when, it! When my mission in life is to drop, stop it! To add a letter. Stop it! Is that what I want to be called? How dare you reduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you reduce yourself? <laughs> Your mother will be so disappointed. <laughs> She said, all I, all I aspire to in life Not all. is to be a missus. Is either that Esther or... Auntie Esther. Oh, Auntie Esther. Don't call me Miss Esther. Don't, Miss don't remind Esther. me of my That's singleness. So f- oh my gosh. It's not that serious. <laughs> it is not that serious. It's not, but it's so it funny. It is not that serious. She said, do not remind me of my singleness. It's I'm unmarried too. You don't see me whining. It's, not, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's a joke. But it's, yeah, it's a not joke. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at a certain point, I realized that I couldn't keep asking God because I know it's going to come for me. I'm just, it's going to be a fun little adventure to see what he brings, you know? Yeah. At this point, it's like those, um, remember when we were small, we would go to like, like, remember the first time you went to McDonald's as a child and they give you like, you get a Happy Meal and you don't know what toy you're going to get. You open it and you just get that toy and you just have to deal with it until the next time you get a Happy Meal and hope it's not yes. the same toy. That's what I think about when I think about God finding me a husband. No, but here's the thing. Well, maybe God has, has spoken to you and let you know that you will have one. God has not promised any woman or man a husband or a wife. That's a good point. Yeah. So some of you are like, God has promised it to me. He did not promise it. So. Okay, maybe I need to revisit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm scared. Now I am afraid. When, when we say that all his promises are yes and amen, that promise is not included. Oh my God, Esther. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? Ow. Is it not? That was so mean. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Don't. I couldn't even stop you this time. Guys, last you're episode probably wondering, what's happening? It's the last episode, so I'll allow you to be Raz. No worries, I'm What's today. happening here? Where are we going? What's the topic of the day? There's no topic of the day. Yeah, um, we're just gisting. We're gisting. We're going to recap. The way this is going to... The format of this episode is we're actually going to be reviewing our previous takes. Oh my now, god, can we do bop or flop? Like um, like the drag queens do? Oh, no, sorry, uh, Tudor Boot. Tudor... The, so the drag queens do Tudor Boot. There's this YouTuber called Zachary Campbell. He does bopper flop. Yeah. So I don't want them like, let me not take their... We can... Oh, wait. Let's let's do it. Okay, fine. We can... No, we I can, want to do it. Save We can bash... We can bash... We can bash... We can I don't know why that just left my mouth. Bash... Bash... <laughs> No. <laughs> which is the yes which is the no <laughs> Bese will be the yes Bese is the yes what the what is Bese bash? is like that's, isn't that the, like the dance move with your leg cause it's yes. Bese like Bese like Bese's leg is yes. like foot <laughs> Bese means like eat credit oh sorry eat yeah eat credit or debt that's the oh, literal no, let's find something we can find something else <laughs> we can find something else it's okay 
Oh wait. What, what does Bese mean? It says Bese. Some people are saying Bese means trouble. God forbid. Hold on. Because I want to. I actually I like this. I want to take some time to look into this. Yeah, I thought it was a positive thing because you're lifting your leg. Bese says lift your leg. That's the point, right? Well, okay. Um, let's look at what's a word to command somebody to lift up their body. No, no, okay, mm. it's positive. Also, I was going to say, if you lift your leg, clubs, weddings, and get-togethers could also be directed clubs, to someone weddings. feeling sad mm-hmm. to cheer up. So, Bese is the positive. What is bash? <laughs> I just said bash like B A S H, like to like to bash something. But because, but to add the G, bash. <laughs> I don't know why that left my body. make up. What was it? Um, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, did we not make up Dorobuchi? We'll make we up did. Bash. It's not a real we'll, word. It's, it's not, not a real, real word. word. So, Bash or Bese? My God. No, it's so, Bese. With E. Bese. Not e. Sorry. Bese. If I'm going to say Yoruba word, you have to say it correctly before my Do mother I comes speak, and pulls I'm my I'm not ear. Yoruba, so teach me now. I know, but that's why I'm trying. Say I'm it trying. Again. Bese. Bese. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, and E, so it's always said eh. Mm-hmm. Well, it, de- it depends on which E. Like, the E's in my name are A, but in this word, it's eh. Both, Very odd. Both E's are said both of them eh. are Both of them are eh. Uh-huh. Guys, see, you're never fact, now, too, in fact, you're wait, never too let me, old to learn. Now I'm like, wait, do I need to even pray? Um, come on, let me, let Speak me for all the Yoruba people. That's how they'll be like, that's not how you say it in Yoruba. I was like, <laughs> watch me now, watch me now say it wrong. <laughs> Sorry, don't worry, you have till next year to correct yourself when we do another My edition of Bash or Mm-mm. Nobody's wait, I'm trying to find a record. Mm. <laughs> the first thing I did you hear that. No. But the was, fact that you're looking at so like No, because I was like, let me just confirm because yes, this is Yoruba, but there's nobody for me to practice with here, so I could be saying it wrong. So let me just check, right? Let me just humble yes. myself. I now clicked the first thing that said how to pronounce it. You know, said base. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she use a different word. I'm scared the now. Wrong. That's the wrong. I'm scared. I'm scared of your bad people coming after me. So that's okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're not nice. No. We need a different word. Okay. I'm not about to be here. Like. Oh my god. I trust you. If you say it's better, then it's better. I'm scared. Should I ask my mom? Oh my god. Should I ask my mom? Are you going to call your mom today? Yes. Right now. Let's call her right now. It'll take two seconds. Oh my god, that's how she'll ask what this is even for. She knows I'm recording right now. <laughs> I'm gonna just ask really quickly. Mom, we have a quick question. Yeah, you're on the podcast, by the way. Sorry? I said we're recording the podcast, so you're on the podcast, but we have a quick question for you. So how do you pronounce, you know that dance move where they say you lift your, the tra- literal tradition is lift your leg. Thank you. See, I was right. Did I say you were wrong? <laughs> I said, so did I say you were wrong? Just, we just needed to confirm. Okay, we thank you. It. Thank you so much, auntie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. I was right. See, I was like, I, was like, see, I still got it. I was like, I still got it. I can still speak yes. my first language. <laughs> like, disgrace. It's okay. So, bash or bese. This is bash or bese. So, hmm. if you. You're bash, really adding the B in front of it, yes. too. So, if you bash something, <laughs> that means that you are choosing to double down on the take, right or wrong. You're saying, I'm bashing it regardless. Hmm. Bese. Like you don't agree, you don't like you don't agree that this is an incorrect statement to make. You're like I'm st- I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Bese is like you know what I've seen this, and I have been renewed to change my stance. Wait, I thought that we were gonna do like because bash would be the negative and bese is the positive. Isn't the positive to revise? That's not what I get. Uh, no, cause cause you wanna if you if you're bashing it then you can revise it. But if but you're, if you're bashing, it, what if the thing you're bashing is bad? Okay, sorry. You're right. Continue to explain. Let me not dis- dis- um, disrupt you again. 
Please, ma'am, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Please, auntie, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> if you're going to bash, then you are doubling down on the take, correct or incorrect. You're saying, mm-hmm. I'm sticking with this opinion. A year or how many months has passed, I am unchanged. Okay. Bese. Bese. Mm-hmm. There we go. Bese. Yes. Thank you. With your chest. It means, wow, that the Lord has lifted me up. Hell. To see. Hell. <laughs> to see. You're really turning into a pastor. To see that I need to revise my statement. Okay. So you can either we have a we have a bunch of episodes. Obviously, we're not going to go to the most recent one because we've not had enough time to either to reflect, to reflect on it. So let's start at the very tippy top with our episode on Jomo. Mm. Bash or Bese, the pandemic taught me to hate people and drink alone, and that's not a bad thing. Bash. Bash. Okay. Mm-hmm. No revision needed. Begin to bash. Why do you double down? <laughs> In fact, no, down. in fact, double down. Add to add comma and be and but uh, I thought support that, your no, statement. Okay. No, I complete, I agree. Pandem- pandemic taught me to hate people and drink alone. And that's not about like there's no need to be going out anyhow, okay? Viruses are still spreading. I like my free time. <laughs> I like to stay at home. I don't like to be disturbed. There are crazy people on the subway. So I completely agree. Pandemic taught me to hate people and drink alone, and that's not a bad thing. I too will bash because I've learned, look, if I'm not an, al- an alcoholic, it's okay. It's not like I'm out here just drinking and drinking and drinking. But mm. if I'm in my house and I have wine and I want to drink my wine and I don't want to invite somebody to come and drink my wine with me, I will drink it and I Damn. will enjoy it. In fact, maybe I'll drink the whole bottle. I probably won't. But if I no, want to, won't. that's my own uh, prerogative. Yes. And I still don't like people. I don't like them. In fact, they have shown themselves to be even more hated. Mm-mm. As we have come outside, I am learning why I should have stayed inside. Yeah, people suck. Tell them to go home. You people don't. You don't want to live in the glory of God. Hmm. <laughs> you sound like such an auntie today. It's actually spectacular. <laughs> it's spectacular. <laughs> sound like you should be teaching Sunday school. Ah. You you just want to be out here acting acting not your age. How are you this old? How are you hmm. this old? Hmm. Still at a club? Hmm. Still out here parrying? Hmm. My dear people your age have mortgages. This is just going to turn into an, es- an episode where Esther tells everybody what she hates about them. Please let me let me stay at home. Ranting, yeah, yeah. ranting like the auntie that she is. Let me stay at home because it's, it's not even it's not even that it's better for me. It's better for you because I would. It's better for you that I stay at home <laughs> because I'm protected. When oh God, God said that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, you are included in the weapons. Oh my God, Esther, let it go. <laughs> I was joking about fighting. Why are we still <laughs> fighting them? <laughs> Esther came ready to fight today. So, in fact, I'm concerned for your sake. I'm asking, that's why I'm here. That's, I understand when God says to pray for your enemies. Because if God deals with them, ah. In fact, as I said, you want me to be the one to deal with you, not God. No, we're coming to that one, though. Mm-hmm. Eyes for road. Mm-hmm. That was episode, what, three, was four? Three? I think oh. so. Do you want me to get the list out? You can. I just, I have everything by title. Mm. By episode title. Um, by episode. Ice for Road was episode two. Episode two. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. Jomo was one. Jomo, yeah, because Old, Old Testament, the, Old Testament God Energy, zero. zero. It was zero because it's an intro episode and it wasn't really about anything. Mm-hmm. So, Ice for Road, Bash or Bese. Bese, wow. Mm-hmm. Bash no, or... No, you, you're learning, you got it. Yeah. Ice for Road, Bash or Bese. The fear of peaking too early keeps me grounded. I think I'll I'll uh, revise that statement and say the fear of keep peaking too early keeps me moving. Mm. Why moving? Because I don't want to settle for like I don't want to I don't want to think back and be like, wow, last year was actually the best year of my life, and this year has not been the has not beat that. I want to constantly be in a place where I feel like I'm improving. Mm. 
And yes, like I get like the saying was like the fear of peaking too early keeps you grounded and that it keeps you humble. Yeah. But for me, I want it to keep me moving like that. It's mm. it's the, the worry that I still have. I don't want to be in a place where I've peaked. I want to know that I still have like a lot more to do. Like the best has not yet come. Yes. It's like the J-Lo documentary, mm. right? I didn't even watch the whole thing. But all I got from it was she was like, this is the first half of my life. I'm 50. And I was like, yeah, girl, <laughs> this is only the beginning. You're 50. I mean, but also, you're 50. Not to be, it's, it's not half. It's not half. It's definitely not, it's not half. I mean, it could be half, you know, like she's rich enough. In fact, for her, it could be a third. Who knows? <laughs> what about you? I would say, bash. I'm mm. doubling down. Mm-hmm. Just because when I when I think of that, I think I, I don't mean to bring so many Bible isms, but when I think of this, I remember that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You're such an auntie. This whole episode is just you evangelizing to the youth. No one asked for this today. No one asked for it today. Fear of the Lord and you could argue and be like, no one ever asked for it. You can't understand what it means to move forward or to be humble in every situation or to keep striving for your best unless you understand the full weight of peaking early or of trying to have your best days come so soon. You're such an auntie. I mean, I agree, but it's the way you said it. <laughs> it's because I said it's the just the, the way Lord. you said it. You didn't have to add all of that. It's okay though. We we, we move but, on. But you understand. Christians yes. don't understand. Non Christians, if you've never heard that verse before, get with it. Um, the main, uh, the main gist behind it is essentially saying like you can't begin to know God and know why you should love Him until you understand why you should be afraid. Well, not afraid in the, not not just afraid afraid in like the the conventional sense, but like, you know, respectful, when uh, cognizant of the situation at hand, less afraid of God himself, but afraid of the consequences that come with living a certain kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That lifestyle being one that's like, where let's say you're stealing, you're killing people, you're uh, adultery. (laughs) You're adultery. <laughs> You're adultering. <laughs> You're telling people they look fat at church. Mm-hmm. That's a sin. Yes, it is. So, if you don't understand the consequences of doing those things, then you can't understand why you should, you should not love act, God. Why you should love God and why you should turn away from that kind of behavior. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Bash or Bese. Enjoy being the dumbest person in the room because if you play it right, you won't be for long. I still agree. Mm. I still agree. It's great. Always it's- like it's similar to the last one. Always keep challenging yourself and moving forward. Yeah. If you're ever in a place of complacency, you need to move. In fact, I found myself- except except when it comes to apartments because I know that they're raising rent, but like, ah. I really don't want to move. I love my apartment. No, in fact, stay there because the way your apartment is raising rent versus outside, if you leave I and know. start looking, you won't find a place for... No, for... I do have to move because... But that's the thing is I could... I, right now, like, I've been looking at apartments and for the amount that I'm paying now, I could be p- getting a bigger place in Brooklyn, so... Oh, well, that's different. You know, it actually is worth the move in, in this... Only in this... Only in this situation. Oh, that is not the case for me. I'm like, well, let me see if there's anything else in the Boston area. In fact, it's not even just being, I want to enjoy being the dumbest person. I'm trying to cling to it now. There's yeah. this new girl that just started at my office and I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to start teaching you. Hmm. Does it. I'm her onboarding buddy. Oh my God. I'm like, Jesus. You're an onboarding buddy. That's how exciting. Did I, how did I get here? How did I get here? <laughs> what, what? because you're responsible and you have clout and you've worked hard and you've been there for long enough that now they trust you to train other people i don't want it i beg <laughs> <laughs> it's like how at a certain age your parents started leaving you at home with your brother and they were like you guys can figure it out oh. that's what they're doing with you now all right the spreads much where our channels were moving because which I... was episode three it's wow, so we're really going in order right now. It's great. I mean, we skip a bunch. Yeah, we skip a bunch, though. 
So the spread is much bas or bash or bese. Getting out of the American road map to a successful life bubble. Completely agree. I still stand by that. Like, especially <laughs> since I bless you. Thank you. For me, my career has been strained. Let's call it that. Mm. Um, I felt like when I graduated undergrad, there was so much promise and everyone was like very excited for me. They're saying you have all these prospects. You're going to do great. These are all the job opportunities you could have, blah, blah, blah. And then none of that happened. Mm. Um, I took a job because I had to take a job and not because I was excited about it. But then it gave me the opportunity to be able to go back to school um, sooner than I had initially planned. Mm. And now I feel like I'm in a place where I I can actually make, like I actually have options in terms of like looking at jobs. I can carve my career out the way I want to. But also because I took that previous job, I was exposed to people who had a very, very, very different background than me. Yeah. And it helped redefine what success looks like. Not that I'm trying to settle at that, though. My aspirations, are, my eyes are still big. My aspirations are still very high. But, you know, it was nice to have a little bit of, it was nice to spend a little bit of time with the poor people. <laughs> ah! <laughs> wow. My dear, people are, people are going to fight me for that my one. And the first rule of being wealthy is to never have anybody, you can't act like you're wealthy. Ah! You can't act like it. Even and if, I never did. <clears throat> even if you're Jeff Bezos, even Jeff Bezos has to be like, hmm. Even though I don't grocery shop for myself, I still buy oat milk like you. Wow. Then he has to find some ways to make himself, you know, feel relatable. Else the wow. people will revolt. That's Let them revolt. No, I'm joking. Don't, don't revolt. Please don't do there's that. There's more of them than you. Mm -mm. <laughs> so what about you? Yes. American I'm, Roadmap I'm to going the to... Successful Life. I have... I'm, I think I'm leaning more towards Bese. Bese. Okay. Just because I think that when I initially thought about getting out of the American roadmap to success, I thought it looked like having a totally different sort of career path that mm -hmm. I was going to have to do something like wild. Right. When in reality, in a lot of ways... I am the American dream, which is strange. Yeah, that's right. That's weird. I know. And Nigerian immigrants is the American dream. To be honest. <laughs> In a lot of ways, I am the American dream. And a lot of the ways that I'm carving out my path and the way that I've been able to find opportunities is in line with the American roadmap. The mm -hmm. fact that I can have such a huge passion for music, but then go to school for tech and end up working at a music tech company mm -hmm. and then have the idea to use that to learn how to get into podcasting and now start this on the side. Mm -hmm. And you know, like though a lot of the roads that I've been led down on are only kind of possible through this American roadmap to success where it's a lot of right. just like hard work, ingenuity, being creative, using mm -hmm. your connections really well. But, you know, it has the flavor, it has the spices of mm -hmm. an international person. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's been fun to find which aspects of the Americanisms and internationalisms that I've learned that I want to apply to my life. And seeing mm -hmm. that, like, this fun mix of the two has made me quite successful for my age like yeah. i don't think i'm balling out here but i think that i'm i'm doing i'm comfortable you're definitely balling i'm comfortable i think comfortable is an understatement but yeah you're doing good you're doing pretty good all right do you want to just pick two from this one yes just so we can cover all of them yes and then um bash or bese the mm. beauty of being a young adult is knowing from the experience of those who I look up to and value that I have enough time to achieve my dreams and learn and grow from it. But then having my brain forever try to disagree with this statement because I lack the experience to know it for myself, mm. thereby being caught in between the already and the not yet. Did we really say that? That sounds so deep, right? <clears throat> I, I we said that back. we said that. Huh. That's us. 
Okay, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's my answer. No, I just I wanted said, to bring yeah. that back. So in case anybody just wants to You just wanted to flex and be like, exactly. we're intellectuals. You know, we know how to say some We nice went to things. school. Yes, we did. We went to school. Yes. We learned English. You already know that we are, we're bashing this. But we're bashing yeah, so, this and bringing it back so that you know that we were knowledgeable. God has given yeah, us wisdom so, and knowledge. English. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, English lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think that embracing that I'm not always going to be sure of the truth, even though the truth is the truth, has been a huge mindfuck for me. It's kind of like God saying like, oh, I'm going to bless you this way. Be like, okay. Then the world is like, God doesn't want to bless you. Look at you. You're how like, you eh? life. Then you go back to God. God, did you say you want to bless me? He says yes. He said, mm-hmm. And you have to kind of understand, like, okay, he's not blessed me yet, but he says he's going coming. to bless me, and it's coming, and I know that that's true. So, but I'm just kind of living in this in-between state, mm-hmm. trusting that this thing is going to happen. That's a lot of what becoming this fully realized adult is, is knowing that I'll get there eventually. Or maybe I'll never get there, but the person... But at least I tried. But I tried. And I can be proud of the snapshots of each period of life I'm in. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, but you know, just a, you know, we did a summary. We really said that, damn. Yes. A lot of these are just copy and paste. <laughs> so, yeah. Listeners. If also, if you're, if we're saying these things that like you've not listened to these episodes. Go back. Does that even make what sense? What are you doing here, Mugu? How can you understand the way? Do you watch the end of the film before you watch the beginning? Who are you? How can you... You can't even understand, comprehend the Easter eggs. That's what the Marvel <laughs> people like to call them. As... <laughs> You're so bush. <laughs> you can't understand That's it unless you've seen like the movie them. multiple times. So, in fact, what you should do is re-listen. Go and study. The... Revise your notes. Uh-huh. Then come back so that when we're here talking about it, adding comma, mm. then you can enjoy the comma even more. Exactly. Wow, we really have used so many Nigerianisms today. Honestly, this... that we have not explained to the white listeners, and that's fine. They'll get it from context. It's like the the no, con- sub- subtitles versus dubbing. Yeah, but also even just the com- you. It's like you have a sentence, then you add a comma. The sentence is not finished. No, don't explain it to them. Let them figure it out. <laughs> Please, we're not here to do work for them. Yeah, but they're the ones listening. So, so sometimes it's good to explain. Let them do work. Okay. Well. Oh. Please wear. All right. This one is less a statement. This is more of a question. <laughs> so it's not really a bash of say, but guys, reflect on this. So in our Sober Fun episode, mm-hmm. arguably one of our more popular episodes. Yeah, it did pretty well. My big question is, did we spend too much time glamorizing alcohol? Did we? It was like, it was not until like minute 35 that we started actually talking about Sober Fun. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, the fact that we have to ask the question probably gives you the answer you're looking for. <laughs> the way I don't think we glamorized it. I think we just hyped it up a little more than we needed to for the topic at hand. Because I know, because it was an episode on sober fun. You'd think that we'd spend more time talking talking about, about sobriety sober and not out here recounting our inebriated nights. But it was a fun story. And if anything, it, it, if anything, it justified needing to be sober <laughs> in so a lot you'd of make ways, those yes. dumb mistakes. And mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. So you see, yes, I knew. We, I don't think we, I, I truly, when I listen back to that episode, I don't think that it was too much. Just so. because I don't think anyone would have taken us seriously on that topic if, if we, we didn't hadn't give, spoken on our own experience. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you guys out here wanting to do Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Of course, this is the episode that you... This is the kind of episode you'd put out on Sober Fun. Like, I don't even want to hear it. You're probably going to talk about how drunkenness is is not is misaligned with godliness, which it is. But I think that in portraying ourselves to be the imperfect human beings that we are, 
we allow the users, not the users, listeners, listeners, I'm still in work mode. I was going to say, we're not making a product here. Okay. We're um, not building anything. We allow the listeners to not just get to know us as people, but see that is the same faults. In fact, yeah. we've probably, some of you. I was going to say, I own flaws. I probably was. Uh, a lot of them, they, we didn't even mention on here because we're ashamed. <laughs> Yeah, no comment. <laughs> they will not be mentioned. They won't be mentioned. No comment. Or maybe if they're mentioned, it's behind the paywall. No, yeah, I mean, possibly, but still, our mothers listen to this. I'm not about to start And that's the shit. thing, there are people who will pay. That's why I'm even scared to put mm-hmm. it on a paywall, because they have money mm-hmm. to pay. Mm-hmm. So, you may never hear of these stories. You may have you to won't. come to a live show. You won't. <laughs> not a live show. She really is thinking years in advance. Bash or Bese. Beauty is a bad investment. And this is from the Wear Your Sunscreen episode. Also, a strangely, I don't want to. Very popular episode. I didn't think, when I go back to this episode, I was confused. Like, <clears throat> that this was so popular. You have no faith in our. It's our not reach. that. It's that the episodes that I loved didn't have as much play as many listens as the mm. ones that i was like oh, this is a throwaway episode true i was like where your sunscreen like we were legit talking about skincare something yeah. that you didn't even like you can't see our skin but we people loved it pimpled up but people loved it people love talking about that kind of stuff because it helps them feel more connected to the voices right it's like oh the voices are saying things like the voices i mean us like on a podcast yes like it makes them feel like they're a part of this like we're having, having a conversation with them because it's not something that's out of reach Oh, I guess so. So, Bash or Bese, beauty is a bad investment. Well, it's a poor investment, but I don't know that it's a bad one. Right? Because... Right? Like I said, like I say in every single episode, why can't I marry rich? One of the requirements for being able to marry rich... Is to be fine. Is being beautiful. Well, not requirements, but it just makes life easier. You know, you have more options. So, like, if I invest in my beauty, it's like, I'm very rich. Is that a bad investment? It's not so. I think... I'm just saying. My mom, my mom's going to be so disappointed. She's like, I worked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's a bad investment if your goal is to always be competing with the young girls. Mm. Which is when we first talked about that concept, I think that's where my head was. I'm trying mm-hmm. to still be even though like we're technically in the age bracket of being like the young hot thing like people is people like 22 wow to 25. we are young hot thing no no you know what i'm talking about we are young hot thing that's exciting and no uh, when they look at uh, is zendaya she not our age she... don't say that that makes me feel so bad about myself i thought for some reason i was like she's younger you know she's to... a year <laughs> I, I was like she's literally our age she just turned 24 like she's Jesus. our age mate so I feel old and I feel I feel both old and useless. <laughs> what have I done with my life? It's okay. You've done plenty. Is it? Have I? You have time. <laughs> now you sound like an auntie. You have time. Now you sound like an auntie. So yeah, when I said when I say it's a bad investment, I bash it in the sense that I am no longer trying to maintain what my 20 or like my 18 to 21 year old body or my 20 18 to 21 year old aesthetic was i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm in fact i am embracing aging with a quickness you say it like you're like 30 something like we aged like Literally 12 months in this, which is still like a fraction of our lives. Fraction. But, you know. but I think before it was, it was nerve wracking to think, man, like all this time is adding up and there's still so much I want to do. And if I could reverse the clock and now I'm like, honestly, I feel like I would like me at 28 more than I like this soon to be 25. 25 year old. I feel like by I the time this episode comes out, you will be 25. That is true. Ah, God. Old. <laughs> old old i am aging <laughs> the years are adding uh, no no the years are adding up 
Oh my god. Such an auntie today. But beauty is not a bad investment. And then, even though we don't really talk about dating and relationships, I think that I I am learning how much power I have as a woman who chooses to be beautiful. Babes. Babes. <laughs> It's like you forgot the three-part Pretty Privilege series. My dear. No, is in fact, it was that series that inspired, that not inspired, but that kind of opened my eyes to like, yo. Not, and I'm not the like systemic things of like, oh, you're getting mm-hmm. replaced more. But even if, say, Sha, you're an ugly babe. Mm-hmm. If you're an ugly babe who knows how to dress well, who knows how to be and her take face. take care of your skin. Do your nails. Mm-hmm. The things that this life will come to you, like, and it's small beauty in, like, I've started to make small things, to have small things that I am actively going to always do. Like, I'm always going to paint my nails now. Yeah. My nails will never be unpainted. My God. Like, maybe, maybe when I, maybe if and when I become a mom. Even then, I don't. Why not? Why not? Can I not pamper myself? If anything, if anything, that's the time to do it. That's the time I should be able to enjoy you need me time. But I don't see a day where I don't do that. And it's like, yes, but it mm-hmm. costs money. And and I mean, think really about like that? our friend's mom's, do, like think about Maya's mom. I remember when we were still in, um, still in elementary school, uh, in primary school, Maya would come to school every morning and I'd look out for her mom's nails because her mom had badass nails. Like her mom's nails were always so well done, bright mm-hmm. colors, like something funky, maybe a design, not always a design, but it's usually like some really bold color, like yeah. long too. And it was her natural nails. Yeah. I remember every single time I saw her, I was like, damn girl, work. But like when you're a mom, not just do you deserve it, you need it for your sanity. To be honest. And I've started, I'm, while I don't think I'm yet on the tweakments phase, like I don't think I'm going tweakments. You know, like the injectables. I don't think I'm a, a Botox girly or a oh, filler like fillers girly. and stuff. But oh. I have started to seriously contemplate lashes. Oh yeah, like the the the, the extensions. extensions. I'm like, because mm-hmm. they seem fun. They seem so fun, and the only reason, like initially, I had saved money to get microblading done. Mm-hmm. But I think just this time spent in the pandemic, my brows have grown to the point where I'm like, yeah, your brows are so full. Where now I don't think it's as necessary as it was before, and I like my brows like this, mm-hmm. specifically because I don't wear foundation. So I still want it to look like these are my like this is where like I would natural. have yeah this is where I would have wanted my microblading to have ended up. Mm-hmm. And now that that that's just spare money. That money is there. And I already invest, listeners, who are like, why don't you just invest the money? Why don't you just save it? I've already, already done it. Too. I've already done it. So why can't I use this money and just get a small lashes? Oh, okay. a small lashes. A small lashes. You know, just... Yeah, I've thought about it. Actually, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I've never had any sort of fake lashes on before. It's... Not even the extensions. None, not like, even strips. Like falsies, not the strips. None of it. I've never had any lashes on before. Mm. I've always wanted to, but I think I'm scared of things falling in my eye. Because my eyelashes curl in, so it freaks me out. Mm. It's not that bad. But yeah, I'm trying to... I mean, like I, like you said, beauty is not a bad investment. Maybe now is the time for me to do that. Oh. So I can find a husband. Marry me up, okay? Marry me up. We're trying to marry rich. It's not even just for that, but there's a certain level like of put together that I want to portray to the world mm-hmm. I, I want to look my age i want to look a bit seasoned still youthful yes. but i want to look like no this babe knows some things like she's mm-hmm. learned some lessons this is not i have the i have the wrinkles of a master's now okay don't play with me <laughs> that's what i'm trying to look like age but still youth mm-hmm. wisdom at a young age because <laughs> i because there's that i already uh i don't know if this is even like tldr i don't think so but i already get waxed yeah same uh, i'm trying to think of like other major facials the, once in a while i used to get facials consistently for i was like, gonna say you used, to, you used to get them for a while but your skin is like really like your skin doesn't seem like it needs it i guess you don't really need facials like it's more of like an upkeep thing 
Yeah. But it's I like don't... getting your teeth cleaned at the dentist. Exactly. And it's more of like a, do you have the money to kind of throw at it? And before, like, mm-hmm. that's where I wanted to throw most of my money. But now that my skin's kind of calmed down, I'm like, maybe I want to do lashes. I'm definitely doing nails. Yeah. There has to be a nails fund. There needs... Huh. A nails budget. There's a nails budget, too. There's a nails budget. Same way that there's a flowers budget. That's one thing that I realized that actually, like, I care a lot more about than I realized was I... When I started, like, budgeting in my groceries to have money to buy myself fresh flowers every week. And I walk into my apartment after class and I see the flowers and I'm just like, oh, flowers. Yeah, flowers are going to constantly be in my budget now because I've gotten, I've spoiled myself. Mm-hmm. Any man that's with me knows that I've spoiled myself. And it's, it's, that's what I've learned. It's like there are certain things that, is it, it's a bad investment if you look at like what am I financially yielding. But mm-hmm. my dear, you can't pay for peace of mind. You can't. You can't pay for peace of mind. And when does peace of mind come? When you marry rich. That's not the lesson. (laughs) That's not the lesson. That's not the lesson we want you to learn. Oh, God. Are you sure? Oh, goodness. Moving onward. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to skip past one of them because there's only really one more I want to do. Okay. And there's the pretty... Is the pretty saga, pretty ugly saga. Mm-hmm. Let's let's jump in. Bash or Agbese. Beauty fades, but dumb and daft is forever. Agreed. <laughs> okay, well, actually, agreed with an asterisk. I'm very much a believer in that if you if you try hard enough and if you really want it, you can learn anything. You really can. Obviously, a lot, some people have a leg up mm. in that they're naturally more inclined towards certain subjects. Depending on how things are taught, it's easier for them to understand it. But I genuinely believe that if you work hard enough mm. and if you go to a good, if you have a good enough teacher, tutor, mentor, guide that's able to explain things to you in different ways, you can really learn anything. Okay. But that's different from dumb and daft. That's that's a common common um, a common sense issue. That's lacking of common sense because you could be the smartest person in the world, but so dumb when it comes to common sense or how you like emotional intelligence, those kinds of things. Beauty does fade, unfortunately. That's, that's which is why which life. is why if you're going to marry rich, you have to do it young. But <laughs> come back to that one. But I think so. I think like if you if you work hard. And you really want to learn, you can learn anything. But if you don't, you're gonna be dumb. And that should last forever. It's a muscle. Yes. I think it's I think that it is a mess for me just because daft is like a muscle. You either use it or you lose it. Mm-hmm. Where if you're using the muscle, if even if you're old, you're aged, you're elderly, I say Shebi you carry. Uh, 2.5 pounds. I'm My God. I'm press. Even, yes, is it the same muscle as somebody who's been pressing since 25? It's not the same muscle. But no, shad muscle not. will grow more than where you initially began. And at least in doing that exercise, you're aware that it's even there. That's it. However, and in the same breath, yes, you were there pressing. You went, we were even there to press till you could press 50 pounds. But now... By pressing Esther... For those of, for those of you who aren't cultured um, fitness freaks like Esther and myself. Well, it's not really me. It's more Esther. She's talking about like dumbbell presses. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. Just checking. Just confirming for my own sake as well. Yes. So, say, Shabby, you're someone who's carrying and um, pressing up to 50 pounds. And you've been pressing right. since 25. But you stop at 45. Mm-hmm. And you don't press again. It will mm-hmm. go. So, so the next time you try and go and pick it up again, mm-hmm. your back will your break. Your <laughs> <laughs> Beauty fades. So it's not, you know, it's not forever. But Mobility fades. That's really the, the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> but Shad, the mobility will fade. It's not where it's going to once be. You can, if you're there acting like you are holier than thou, because you've been pressing then and you've stopped pressing now. It will fade. 
eventually there will be a generation that will look at you and say, look at you, you old, old goat, refusing mm. to learn anything, refusing to mm. adapt to the times. <laughs> That's how time works now. Yeah, it is. And I think that it was a bl- it was a bit too harsh to say like if you were dumb in the beginning you'd be dumb forever. No, you have but we like, believe But like is that not true? We believe <laughs> in growth. That's what this podcast is. So if you're a yeah, fine yeah. babe who's looking to improve your wisdom, there's hope for you. That's what mm-hmm. we're saying. There is never is not too late. It's the your learning curve. Mm. It might look a little bit steeper. Um in some air, in some ages in your life than in others may look more shallow. You know, you may not be able to learn as much as quickly. Mm-hmm. But I do not believe that dumb and daft is forever. I believe that everyone can learn no matter their age. Just because I don't want to give anybody's auntie or uncle an excuse Good. to not get better. That's Good. the main reason. It's not actually because I'm pretty girls. I mean that for you. I genuinely want you to learn. But all of you aunties, uncles, and in-betweens, hmm. you're not too old to learn. You are choosing yeah. to be this incorrect even now. Mm-hmm. And God sees you. You're really just... I'm not going to say it again because you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Auntie... God sees you. God sees you as you're being shown new knowledge and saying no to it. Hmm. All right. That's it. I think that's the last one I want to do. Wow, that's all. I, mostly because we have to wrap up. Oh my. And I don't want this episode to be too long because it's a recap episode, so I don't even know if people that are going true. to... If I can keep this at that a cute hour, I'd love that for me. That would be nice. Boy, any last minute thoughts to the people before you we leave them for a while to go and live life, to be big girls? Hmm. Well, I mean, this has been, this season has been a lot. Yes. <laughs> Let's not play jokes. Yes. Play jokes. Wow, English. Let's not play games. And for me to be saying it's a lot doesn't even really highlight how much work you've put in because you've really carried this podcast and i think that needs to be acknowledged i mean it's already acknowledged off air but i think it needs to be acknowledged on air too you put in so much work and this podcast would not be what it is without you so i just need to you know show some love wow yeah i'm honestly i'm shocked i'm shocked that we're here i'm shocked we're episode 26 I I was not like I didn't think we could get there, but we did it, Joe. Man, we did it. It's been a fun journey. <laughs> There's been a lot of learnings. Like I am already buzzing with content for season two. With yeah, brace yourselves. Yeah, it's only going to be more rambunctious. Mm-hmm. And I think that with this, as we settled more into what we want this podcast to do. We're able to find our own version of having fun with this. Because, guys, yes, you know, we're real people and we're out here doing things, but this is for entertainment purposes. First and yep. foremost. First and foremost, mm-hmm. I'm here to enjoy myself. If I'm not yes, enjoying yeah. myself, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. And I need you to remember that. That's Ain't that the truth? But this is great. This is it's great that this is we could have birth this idea and then do it. And then have people listen to it. And actually care. And respond and be engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, that is pretty nice, isn't it? Yes, it's wild. Especially as someone who's n- not a social media person. I genuinely was mm-hmm. like, I have no idea who's going to listen to this. I was like, Yeah, me too. I was like, I definitely don't have the following for it. And yet somehow. And yet somehow. We're here. Listeners. Man, what a time to be alive. What a time. What a time. So, it's been lovely talking to you. The pleasure is absolutely all mine. And with that, Ooh. this is another episode of A Beg the Podcast. Do you want to do the plug? For the final time this year. Hmm. Guys, hmm. you already know the vibes. She's doing it slowly. The run up is slow. If you like what we have done this year, drum roll. If you hail us, if you mm. disagree, but you'd like to listen still, 
just because mm. you find us entertaining. Mm-hmm. Then you should go on our Instagram and follow us at I beg the pod. That is that's right. A B E G V P O D. That's true. Follow us on social media. We are there. We are there. Oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> if you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can find all of those on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find you listen to podcasts. Catch up on those before we come back with our next season. Um, you can also check out our Instagram and our website, which is also linked on the Instagram. If you have thoughts, comments, concerns, please send them to us by DM. If you'd like to give us a re- leave us a review or some feedback, you can do that as well. But only five star comments are only nice things to stay unless you want to fight. Stay out of the above, we'll fight you. Yes, and with that, this has been another episode of a Beg the Podcast. Adios. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.